0: Protect yourself from the unprecedented rise in costs for parts and repairs. Visit now to save 20%. Carshield.com slash Shapiro. That's Carshield.com slash Shapiro.
1: In the wake of the worst terrorist attack on American soil since 9-11, Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton have seen the enemy. And the enemy is you. It's us. During the presumptive Democratic 2016 presidential nominee speech, She spent a lot of time calling on Americans to give up their guns in the name of stopping mass shootings like the Orlando radical Islamic terror attack. She said, quote, I believe weapons of war have no place on our streets. We may have our disagreements on gun safety regulations, but we should all be able to agree on a few things. President Obama, by the way, said exactly the same thing. His initial statement called on Americans to think about the risks we are willing to take by being so lax in how we make very powerful firearms available to people in this country. We have to go after terrorist organizations and hit them hard, but we also have to make sure it's not easy for somebody who decides they want to harm people in this country to be able to obtain weapons to get at them. I have a two-word response to President Obama and Hillary Clinton, and it rhymes with truck moo. Here's why. First off, this was their responsibility, right? This is on them. As president and secretary of state, it's their job to protect Americans from the spread of terrorism in the country. They have not. They've turned to ISIS from the JV team, those are Obama's words, into a major global terror threat. Both Obama and Hillary simultaneously suggest that their government is omnipotent and powerful when it comes to screening terrorists and administering gun law, but they don't have enough tools at their disposal. Obama's FBI investigated the Tarney of Brothers, the San Bernardino shooters, the Orlando terrorists. They came up empty all three times. They came up completely empty. Yet we're supposed to believe that if we give them more power, And we give it to more of the federal government, the parts of the federal government less competent, by the way, than the FBI. Somehow this is going to winnow out terrorists through thorough transparency, model efficiency, and pinpoint implementation if we give them a right to seize weapons from Americans or bar Americans who haven't been charged with a crime from exercising their rights. In short, the incompetence of the federal government, at least in part, got 49 Americans killed in Orlando. Their solution, we should give them more power and limit our own ability to defend ourselves. Not going to happen. See, here's the deal. I live in California. I live 40 minutes from the San Bernardino attack. I lived in the same community as Yaakov Aminoff, the 46-year-old father who was murdered at LAX in 2002 by a radical Islamic terrorist at the LAX LL counter. I went to school next to the Simon Wiesenthal Center in LA. That was the original target of white supremacist terrorist Buford Furrow. I live within an easy driving distance of the JCC, the Jewish Community Center, that he ended up attacking. In LA, nobody gets a concealed carry permit. Nobody. Every time I walk to the synagogue, I have to make a risk assessment. Is it worthwhile to illegally carry my Glock 9mm in case a terrorist decides to shoot up some Jews today? What's the bigger risk? Getting shot in a synagogue or being arrested for illegally carrying because the government can't be there at once? Well, for Obama and Hillary, there's no dilemma. They lie. They pretend they can keep us safe, even as they fail to do so. And then they insist all we have to do is just disarm ourselves. They're writing checks. Victims are going to cash in blood neither Obama nor Hillary can protect us. If we delegate our complete self-protection to the same bunch of morons who fret over Donald Trump's rhetorical excesses more than the importation of Muslim extremists, who worry more about the ownership of an AR-15 by people like me than a radical Muslim gallivanting around with actual terrorists in Florida, nobody will be protected. I do have things to protect, however, and so do you. We all do. Those things are too important to be left to the sniveling cowardice of the same exact administration that refuses to pronounce the words radical Islam. I'm Ben Shapiro, this is The Ben Shapiro Show. The right. stuff, you tend to demonize people back who back don't care about your feelings. Alrighty, so here we are, and the fallout continues from the Orlando shooting. President Obama yesterday spent a lot of the day blabbering about how radical Islam, using the word, was just useless. It was pointless. It was useless. There was no reason to do it. It was just a waste of his time. And we discussed yesterday exactly why this is particularly dumb, because we feel the reason that he's not using radical Islam is because he's sympathetic not to radical Islam per se, but he's sympathetic to the perspective that radical Islam doesn't really matter. That radical Islam doesn't really matter. That it's sort of an afterthought. That if we just gave everybody enough money and a rich lifestyle, and if life weren't so unfair, radical Islam would just sort of dis- d- disappear into the woodwork. We said that this is this is really, you know, this is a, a a an afterthought for the Obama administration. And Obama said, no, it's not an afterthought. I just don't want to say it. I don't want to say it because it's useless, and it's useless because it's counterproductive. Okay, here's the proof that we're right and he's wrong. So Jay Johnson, who is his homeland security secretary. He's on TV, and he and he explains what this threat really is in, in places like Orlando.
0: The president's number one
2: priority, as is mine, is the protection of the homeland, protection of the American people. As you know, we're doing a number of things to do that, both militarily through aggressive law enforcement and homeland security. And we're going to continue and we're going to keep at this in this environment of homegrown violent extremism. And that's what Orlando is looking more and more like.
1: Okay, he says it's, it's it's homebound terrorism. You shouldn't be that worried. is is It's just silly. It's it's just silly. Um, and and it's silly because the fact is that we know that we should worry about it because this terrorism is in some ways more likely to kill you than the sort of terrorism, the organized terrorism of 9/11, It's happening all over the place. right? we got San Bernardino, we've got Texas, Fort Hood. We had another one apparently in our in uh, Armadillo. where is it? In, in, in Texas, in uh, not Armadillo, in, uh, in in Texas. In any case, all. Amarillo, thank you. My goodness. It's like I'm from L.A. or something. Amarillo, Texas, there was apparently an attempted shooting. We're still determining the motivation, but the guy who did it was apparently Muslim. All over the United States, we've seen cases like this. You're more likely to be killed in a movie theater by a terrorist than you are to be killed in a spectacular terrorist attack like 9-11. So when he says you don't have to worry, these are just homegrown extremists, I'm worried. I'm worried. And I'm worried because you imported their parents. I'm worried because, as Donald Trump says, you imported their parents. And also, you imported a lot of their spouses. So we're now learning that the the mother, the, the wife in this particular case, that the wife, she was apparently somebody who knew that the husband was casing the joints. So apparently, Disney reported to the authorities that this guy was casing Disney World for an attack. And the authorities did nothing because, hey, that's what the authorities do. right? And now we know, not only that, we now know that the wife is talking – To the fbi and she may be charged because she knew he was casing this particular gay bar he kept going there and taking her and she says i tried to talk him out of it but you know oops oops so donald trump comes down he says there have to be consequences for muslims who don't report suspicious activities
3: but it's so important that they and they're tremendous people it's so important that when they see trouble going on like they did in san bernardino i mean there were numerous people that saw bombs all over this apartment floor they knew something was going on. They never reported him or her. They never reported And that 14 people were killed, many, many people injured. Same thing here. You're going to find out with this savage that did this horrible thing over the weekend that many people said, oh, I knew that was going to happen. They've got to report him because the Muslims are the ones that see what's going on. The Muslims are the ones that have to report him. And if they don't report him, then there have to be consequences to them.
1: Okay, so he says that if you don't report people, then that's then, then the immediate result is going to be prosecution. Most Americans look at this and go, yep, yep, absolutely, right? Donald Trump talking sense. That's exactly right, especially when Barack Obama is doing this routine. Yesterday, I mean, this was news that was completely ignored by everybody. Yesterday, the Senate passed overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly, the Senate passed this law, the Senate bill that was – it's not a law yet, a bill – that funds the Defense Department, right? It funds the Defense Department. Only one problem. Only one problem. President Obama threatens to veto it, right? A couple of days after the largest terror attack in America since 9-11, President Obama threatens to veto the defense bill. Why? What happened? Well, it turns out President Obama didn't like that. He didn't like the defense bill. Why? Because it continued to fund Gitmo. It continued to fund Guantanamo Bay. So you have one party that's fundamentally unserious about terrorism. And even our most unserious person on the other side, even the right's most unserious person, if he is of the right, even the most unserious Republican in America, Donald Trump, he knows that you have to take terrorism seriously. And the left isn't doing it. The left isn't doing it. Jeff Sessions, who's a surrogate for Donald Trump, he points out correctly the Orlando attacker's father was an extremist.
3: But his father was clearly uh, an extremist, a Taliban member, and uh, that you properly done, he wouldn't have been admitted, uh, I think. So uh, we can protect the United States uh, in many ways by a much more aggressive uh, enforcement.
1: Okay, so he says that his father was was extreme too. Again, true, again, true. And... Look at Don- Donald Trump justify himself, and he looks serious. Don- Bill O'Reilly, who's an ally of Donald Trump's, granted, but Bill O'Reilly asks him, you know, Donald, Donald, President Obama keeps accusing you of contributing to the demonization of Muslims in the United States. Here's Donald Trump's answer.
2: Do you believe that there is a danger now that because of your hot rhetoric about the topic, and I agree with some of what you're saying? Okay. You got to vet these people from overseas. You just can't let them waltz in. I agree, but you see that you could be contributing to a demonization of all Muslims in general. Is that possible?
3: no just the opposite I really believe it's just the opposite uh, I have many friends you know that I've said it before I've many friends who are Muslim I get calls from many people thanking me who are Muslim thanking me I have some incredible friends some wonderful friends some are very successful some aren't but I have many Muslim friends and they're thanking me many of them not all of them but many of them the fact is she's allowing massive numbers of people to come in and they're not all radicalized and they're not all terrorists but it doesn't take many bill if you take a look, this is one young man that did this damage. Fifty people killed and probably a lot more to follow. They're very, very gravely injured in hospitals right now. They're wounded so badly. So this is one man. So it doesn't take very many, but we have many, in my opinion, you have many coming in and they're smart and they're cunning and they know how to get through the system. And by the way, they've stolen our passport machines. So they make passports better than we make passports. We don't know who's coming in. And frankly, our president doesn't know what the hell he's doing.
1: Okay, so the president doesn't know what he's doing. And of course, Trump is exactly right. What he's saying here is right. You know, this this talk about Muslim demonization, nobody is saying all Muslims are responsible for this sort of stuff. Nobody is saying that. But radical Muslims are responsible for this sort of stuff because they're the ones doing it. They're the ones doing it. Now, here's where we go off the road. Here's where we go off the road. So Donald Trump, over the weekend, and this preceded his speech. I talked about his speech yesterday. And I said, I thought it was the best moment of his campaign. I thought he said a lot of relevant and decent and good things. Here's Donald Trump talking about President Obama. This happened on Monday morning on Fox and Friends. And this is what the media is seizing on and jumping on.
3: We're led by a man that either is 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 not tough, not smart, or he's got something else in mind. And there's something else in mind. You know, people can't believe it. People cannot be. They cannot believe that President Obama is acting the way he acts and can't even mention the words "radical Islamic terrorism." There's something going on. It's inconceivable.
1: Okay. So he said, and then he continued along those lines. Okay, it's not the end of the quote. He says it's inconceivable. And what he continued by saying, and I'm going to try and find the direct quote from Donald Trump because it's important. What he actually said was, there's something else in mind. He says, look, we're led by a man that is either not tough, not smart, or he's got something else in mind. And the something else in mind, you know, people can't believe it. People cannot – they cannot believe that President Obama is acting the way he acts and can't even mention the words radical Islamic terrorism. Okay, so far so good. There's something going on. It's inconceivable. There's something going on. He doesn't get it or he gets it better than anyone understands. It's one or the other, and either one is unacceptable. He gets it better than anyone understands. So what does he get better than anybody else understands? Right? I mean th- th- there's only one way really to interpret that. And the idea there is that Obama totally understands radical Islam, and he's fine with it happening. He's fine with them coming to the United States and engaging in terror. And the only reason, presumably, he would do that is because he's a Muslim himself. That's, that's sort of the implication. That's particularly implication coming from Trump. In 2011, of course, Trump suggested that Obama wasn't born in the United States, and he suggested that maybe his birth certificate said he was Muslim. In 2012, Trump tweeted, quote, Does Madonna know something we all don't about Barack? At a concert, she said we have a black Muslim in the White House. Okay, so... This is dumb stuff. It's dumb, okay? It's really dumb. And the reason it's dumb is because you don't have to be a Muslim in order to let radical Muslims get away with things, right? The left does it routinely. Hillary Clinton is not Muslim. Obama's not Muslim either, right? Obama is, a, is, a, is an atheist. He doesn't believe in God. All this talk. If he's a Christian, it's in name only. He's a, he's a, he's a Jeremiah Wright Christian, which is to say he believes in a, in, a, in a Christ that reflects the leftist political priorities of Jeremiah Wright. He's certainly not a a devout Bible-believing Christian, clearly. He's somebody who struggles to cite the Bible. He's somebody who's not familiar with it. He's he's somebody who believes more in his own atheistic, agnostic version of the world than in the Bible. That's fine. But what, what that means is that he believes, as we mentioned yesterday, that the world exists on a materialist Marxist plane. The only reason that people do bad things is because they're poor, and the only reason they do bad things because they're poor is because the world is unfair. So if we just made the world more fair, then things would be all better. Trump says this sort of thing, right? He says that, that maybe Obama is is a Muslim, maybe he's a covert Muslim. Okay, This is really dumb stuff. It's really dumb stuff. And this is the problem with Trump. What Trump giveth with one hand, he takes away with the other. The people are saying today, oh, Trump brought up issues that nobody else would have brought up in the aftermath of this attack. That's not true. Every Republican, every single Republican says the same sort of thing about radical Islam that Donald Trump says. All of them, right? They, they all say the same thing. They, they, they all say the same thing. The idea that Donald Trump brought something up, thats this is one of the great myths about Trump. He raises issues no one else would raise. No, the media pays attention to him raising issues that other people raise. The media pay attention when Trump says illegal immigration is bad. They don't care when other Republicans say it. Republicans have been saying this since 9-11, right? There's nothing new in what Trump said. When Trump goes after Obama on the basis of he must be a covert Muslim or it's it's all undercover and all. This is this is the danger of Trump. Trump can't handle it. If the, I've said before, if the man had any discipline, if he had any discipline at all, he'd be president easily. He has no discipline, and so he endangers that pretty much every day. And so what happened is the Washington Post reported a headline, and the the headline that they reported was something along the lines of it was it was fascism, right? That Donald Trump was was calling for a uh, something about Donald Trump. Uh, was was saying that Obama was a Muslim, right? And that was the implication there. But but Donald Trump didn't like it, so he said, based on the incredibly inaccurate coverage and reporting of the record-setting Trump campaign, we are hereby revoking the press credentials of the phony and dishonest Washington Post. So Donald Trump doesn't like the Washington Post report. The Washington Post is banned from his campaign. So you know all of that. This is this is all distraction from what should be the central issue, right? The central issue should be. The central issue should be radical Islam and why won't the left mention it? Instead, the central issue is why is Donald Trump banning the Washington Post after quasi claiming that Obama is a covert Muslim? Why? What's the point? The Post's original headline was Donald Trump suggests President Obama was involved with Orlando shooting. That's an unfair headline. It's also an unfair headline. Donald Trump seems to connect President Obama to Orlando shooting. All of that's unfair. Granted, that's unfair. Trump shouldn't have said it in the first place. The Washington Post shouldn't have lied when they reported it. Trump's within his rights to ban them. It's not a smart move, but it, it's a move, I suppose. The problem is it's all distraction. It's all distraction from the one thing that he does right, right? The one thing that he does right is name radical Islam. This is just, it's just its just silly talk. It's just silly talk. And so Donald Trump does this and naturally the media are all over it. Here's CNN.
2: There's a much larger point here. And I, I don't, I mean, I, I, I kind of hesitate when I thought about saying it, but I mean, this is fascism at its best. I mean. You know, we, we've gone down the path of whether or not you know, Donald Trump has said things that are racist or not racist. I mean, we, we've gone down the path of whether or not he said things that are offensive or not offensive. Um, but this is fascism at its, at its worst, to be completely honest with you. I mean, banning the Washington Post, I mean, that, that is, that's absurd. I mean, just, just thinking about the fact that, that press and, and professing your love for freedom, but not your love for the freedom of the press. Um, That's what happens when you get needled and get thin-skinned. I mean, Donald Trump even blocked me on Twitter. Uh, This is somebody who is running for president of the United States. And I I just think that we need someone in this country who's built to lead. And and the last thing Donald Trump is built for is leadership.
1: Okay, so Donald Trump is incapable of leading because he said all these things. Here's the problem. I think Donald Trump probably is incapable of lead. Not probably. I think he is incapable of leadership. And when he says good things, they're immediately overshadowed by saying stupid things. And if we had somebody who was on message, somebody who's willing to fight and on message, he'd be unstoppable. I mean, this this would be the time when he could make hay against Hillary Clinton, who is a coward and who is weak on terror and who is weak on radical Islam. But instead, we get caught up in all of this. By the way, when CNN says it's fascist for Trump to ban the campaign, it ain't good. But, but Hillary Clinton has done the same thing. I agree. You shouldn't ban the Washington Post or refuse to credential them. I also think that Hillary Clinton – Shouldn't do the same thing, and neither should Barack Obama. You remember, Obama refused to credential ple- people to get, on his, to get on his campaign plane during 2008. Okay, so the media have been responding. And, and the media, this gives the lie, by the way, to the Obama line and the Hillary line. Yeah, we talk about everything. We talk about radical Islam, and we talk about gun control. We talk about radical Islam, and we talk about, we talk about both of them. Both of them we'll talk about, and we have to talk about both. The reality is the left does not want to talk about radical Islam. The the left does not want to talk about how do you stop radicalization. Hillary Clinton, by the way, in her speech on Monday, she said we have to stop the Saudis and and Qatari government from funding funding mosques. She took their money at the Clinton Foundation. The whole thing is ridiculous. If you want to know what the left actually believes, don't look at Hillary or Barack. They're, they're They're both politicians. Look instead to the media. So the media is fighting mad. What's the media fighting mad about? They're not mad about terrorism. They don't care about terrorism. Instead, they're fighting mad, of course, of course, of course, about guns here's Stephen Colbert leftist Stephen Colbert the least funny man on on television now he used to be at least somewhat amusing now that he can't play Bill O'Reilly he just has on Bill O'Reilly and is unfunny Bill O'Reilly's on to push his book and Colbert goes after O'Reilly over the Orlando shooting
2: the reason that we beat these British oppressors is because everybody had a gun everybody and all these redcoats were running around and bang That's what self protection brings. (laughs) All right? I just don't think our situation is comparable to Lexington and Concord. But you have to understand the history and emotion tied into the Second Amendment. You have to understand, I understand that the, it's there's essentially, essentially it's there for self-protection by law-abiding people. That's why it's there. A, and it's not going to be overturned. A no well-regulated militia like being necessary to the security of a free state Whatever. at the beginning of the sentence. It's not going to be overturned. you got to deal with it. I don't think it's going to be overturned. Right. But, but that guns, means there are no, no but, limits. Let, let's, let's not oh litigate that. Punish too. the people who abuse kay. the guns. Okay, fine. Punish them. But I also restrict
1: some guns. You say it's possible. Yes. It's possible. Okay, and he says, but also restrict some gun laws. And, and Colbert can't deal with this argument that you need guns to protect yourself from an overarching government, which is just historically ignorant in every way, as I said to Piers Morgan. Colbert is very angry, and his suggestion that you only get to carry a gun as part of a state-regulated militia is insane. That's, it's just stupid. That doesn't. It's historically ignorant. That's not how militias worked. Militias drilled in absence of state authority. Then they were called up by the state. Okay, in any case, that's Stephen Colbert. Meanwhile, Samantha B. who— I thought at one point might have been funny, but now she's just terrible. She does this show on TBS, and you knew it was going to suck as soon as they called it Full Frontal. You just knew it was going to be a brutal, terrible show as soon as they called it Full Frontal, and then all of the critics started calling her important. When critics call a comic important, that means the comic now sucks. That's that's the that's the translation. Important equals suck in, in critic land. So they said that CMB is important. She's very upset because people say that they're going to pray – for the victims in Orlando and she's still on this bender that that Obama was on months ago after after the San Bernardino shooting. Thoughts and prayers don't matter. Here's Samantha Bee doing that routine.
0: You heard
2: the man. The biggest, most helpful thing you can do to ensure this never happens again is sit quietly in a room with your eyes closed talking to nobody. (laughs) Wait a minute. We pray after every mass shooting and yet they keep (coughs) happening. Maybe we're not praying right. Can we check the instruction manual? Thus, also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. We were supposed to do something while we prayed?
1: Okay, and this is coming from someone who doesn't understand how prayer works. This is really stupid stuff. So prayer is not supposed to be the be all end all, obviously. Prayer is supposed to inspire you to action and it's supposed to make your connection with your creator closer. And it's supposed to express sympathy for people who have fallen, people who have died. It doesn't mean that we have to embrace your stupid gun control agenda, Samantha B. There's nothing in the Bible that says take away the swords of the people who want to defend themselves. What absolute assininity. But anybody who says we're going to pray for people and then doesn't agree with Samantha B. she's fine with Hillary praying or Obama praying. Hillary said in her speech, pray for the victims. She's fine with that, but she's pissed if somebody like me says I'll pray for the victims because I disagree with her on policy. Whoopi Goldberg, too. Well, actually, let's go to Trevor Noah first. So we're going through all the most unfunny people from Comedy Central, you got Stephen Colbert who used to be on Comedy Central and is no longer funny, Samantha Bee, who's never very funny, and Trevor Noah, who in the womb must have been just smacked with the unfunny jar. Like God, God took down the various jars to make a human being and he took the humorlessness jar and he poured it all over Trevor Noah as, a, as a, prenatally. Here is Trevor Noah saying that, that he wants your gun. He wants your gun right now.
2: And the saddest part is every time this happens, it feels like America has already decided. This is exactly the kind of country it wants to be because we know how this always plays out. We're shocked, we mourn, we change our profile pics and then we move on. It's become normal, but I'm sorry, maybe it's because I'm new, but it's not normal and it shouldn't be normal. We shouldn't allow this to be normal. It's not a normal thing. It's like milk from almonds or sushi from Walgreens. It's not normal, people. (laughs) What's also not normal is having the same thing happen to us over and over and over (laughs) again and doing nothing to change it. That's not normal.
1: Okay, it's not normal. And he's going to lecture us because he has a British accent. That's how this works. He comes over here and he's like Beers Morgan. He comes over here and he lectures us about how he knows what's normal and what's not normal. How How about the rape of Europe by Muslim immigrants in terms of the crime rate? How about that? Is that normal? Is that the new normal? How about the destruction of the Middle East by radical Muslims? Is that normal, or do you not care about that? How about the fact that the guy who just shot 49 people was a radical Muslim? Do you not care about that, or is that the new normal for you? It seems like you want to import a lot of people who believe like this guy does. Is that your new normal? But apparently it's the new normal. I'm not treating it as normal when someone gets shot. That's why I'm angry at the government. What I am saying is that it would be nice if somebody there had the capacity to put this bastard down. That would be a good thing. Your solution is disarm the gay guy and also the terrorist. My solution is you're not going to be able to disarm the terrorist. He's a terrorist. Disarm anybody in this – disarm the gay guy in this situation, and you basically guarantee that he's unarmed against somebody with a gun. But I, I'm sick of hearing the, the moral posturing from the left, but they, they all do this. They all do this, and this is this is the universal appeal. But it's not going to work. It's not going to work because Americans don't want to hear about how it was the gun's fault that a radical Muslim who – had homosexual tendencies and went to this bar regularly, apparently attempting to pick up dudes, that this guy, he's the reason I can't have an AR-15. Just like just like Justin Bieber getting in car accidents is the reason I can't have a Lamborghini. I'm sorry. It has nothing to do with me. This is totally dumb. Whoopi Goldberg does the same thing. It's a universal way from the left. Whenever the left says they care about terrorism and also gun control, what they're really saying is we only care about gun control.
4: Please, please, maybe it's my age. How come adults don't get it? They do. They, they just do. no, they so, don't get it. Uh, it's no, about no, no, money. No, no, it's no. about Listen, money.
3: It's it's about a lot of different things. You know, it's about a, a, an amendment in the Constitution that people misread. The Constitution doesn't say you can carry hundreds of guns. It says you can you can protect your home. It says you can protect yourself. It doesn't say get fifty five guns. It's uh, not or in military it's, style. It, you know, and and people say, well, we need to have our guns because we can. You know, go. Shoot. You can't hunt anything with an assault rifle you can't do it there's nothing left after you it's gone
1: okay she doesn't know anything about quote-unquote assault rifles people hunt with ar-15s all the time it's the most popular hunting rifle in the united states in any case but you know don't expect iq points from a show that has combined less iq points than the number of fingers that i'm currently holding up right i mean there's nobody on that show with any semblance of iq or decency and they all get it wrong i mean they're all stupid tom brokaw used to be as you remember the, the chief anchor. On NBC, right? Tom Brokaw, he says, well, you know, this is all the AR-15. Only one problem, gang. It wasn't. Here's Tom Brokaw.
3: Politicians will jump all over that and say, we've got to do something about them. But let's say it's a domestic shooting. We've got to do something about that. You know, I'm a gun owner. I've been saying this for months now. It's time for people to come together and say, enough. If he had an assault weapon, if it was an AR-14, Sam McChrystal has said not to be in civilian hands. It's designed to do one thing, to kill people.
1: Okay, first of all, it wasn't an AR-14. Second of all, it wasn't an AR-15, right? It wasn't any of these things. It was a completely different type of gun. It doesn't matter. Even if it were those types of guns, the idea that the gun is responsible for the shooting is a way of, preve- of saying that the human being is not responsible. The human being is never responsible in the leftist view unless the people responsible are conservative Christians. It always has to be conservative Christians. Tomorrow we'll have to grab the audio of Anderson Cooper grilling Pam Bondi, this congresswoman from North Carolina, suggesting that – or from Florida, actually – suggesting that she doesn't have a right to be upset that Muslims kill gay people because she opposes same-sex marriage. For the left, the struggle to turn this narrative into it was a conservative Christian, to turn this narrative into it was a white conservative Christian, it's their fault, it's the NRA's fault, it's Christian's fault. The struggle is real, man. they got to have it. they got to have it. It has to be their fault no matter what and they're, they're gonna stay on this forever. So Bernie Sanders, by the way, also wants automatic weapons banned. But here, here, here's Bernie Sanders doing the same routine.
2: Oh, uh, it's, it's horrific, it's unthinkable. Uh, and our, you know, just hopes go out to all those who are shocked that they can recover. And I gotta tell you, you know, over 25 years ago, I believed that in this country, we should not be selling uh, automatic weapons which are designed to kill people. And we have got to do everything that we can On top of that, to make sure that guns do not fall into the hands of uh, people who should not have them, criminals, the people who are mentally ill. So uh, that struggle continues.
1: That struggle continues that that we have to take the guns out of these people's hands. It's just it's amazing. The myopia, right? We have to. It's always that. It's always that. It's always that. right? It's always the same solution. It's always the same solution. And it must be white Christian people who are responsible for this. A human rights leader, the the leader of the Human Rights Council, he, he ripped into into Donald Trump because he says that it's just terrible, it's just terrible that Donald Trump would say he's a better friend to gays and women than Hillary Clinton. Even though it's true, it's true. Hillary Clinton, who wants to import radical Muslims to the United States and kowtow to radical Muslim states, yeah, that doesn't make you a friend to women or gays, but the Human Rights Council is very upset. Here he says, here's him explaining it.
4: Well, at a time like this, no person in America, regardless of their political beliefs, should be using a tragic moment like this for their own personal ambition um, and their political desires. And I, and I think the broader community and Republicans and Democrats alike, were disgusted by what we saw Donald Trump do today. And I want to say two things about what he said. First and foremost, he is no friend to the LGBT community. He is no friend. And at a moment like this, when a leader should put their personal ambitions and their partisan differences aside, or just shut up but if they choose to speak out they should be speaking from a place of unity and a place of sympathy and of talking about building bridges and I would tell you Wolf I bet there is not a single family member or friend or brother or sister or girlfriend or boyfriend that is suffering from this great loss that's found any comfort in what Donald Trump had to say today instead he was up there bragging about the fact he claims he predicted this. And let me say one other thing. LGBTQ people, we are Muslims. We are women. We are Latinos. We are as diverse as the fabric of this nation. And Wolf, any attack on any one of us is an attack on all of us. And it's shameful and disgusting what Donald Trump did today and what he said today. And I hope he says not another word about it.
1: Okay, so he's talking about Trump's original tweet. As I mentioned yesterday, Trump's original tweet was terrible, the one where he said, thanks for the congrats because he had predicted this sort of thing happening in the past. But you should be, it's not a matter of comforting the families. These are two separate things. You can say things to try and comfort the families, or you can create policies that prevent future attacks from taking place. And for him to sit there ripping into Trump while completely ignoring Obama and Hillary, doing nothing and calling for gun control, it just demonstrates the left is so myopic in its view. And so one of the questions that has to be asked is why are so many members of the gay community on the left when it comes to fighting radical Islam? And the answer is because the leftism comes before the gay identity. The leftism comes before the gay identity. The idea that this white patriarchal Christian society is so responsible for all the unfairness in the world, will make common cause with other people who have been so-called victimized by this white patriarchal Christian society. We will, we will go after them together. And then after we've torn down the system, we'll fight with each other. But, but first we have to focus on tearing down the system. And that means we can't go at each other because we're all minorities. And because we're all minorities, even if we're minorities who murder each other, we have to sort of just let that go by the wayside. It's, it's short sighted in the extreme. It's short sighted in the extreme because the truth is what the, what, what gays across the world have found out is that it doesn't matter what you think the motivation of radical Muslims is their, 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 their motivation is radical Islam, right? It's, and, and you can tell this, okay? There's a lot of attempt today to say that this guy murdered these 49 people because he was secretly gay and struggling with it uh, or because he's mentally ill. The reality is he did it because he's a radical Muslim. You know how you can tell? There's another story today in Pakistan. In Pakistan, there was a transgender woman, meaning a guy who transitioned into a female. And he was walking down the street in Pakistan, and a bunch of dudes started hitting on him, started soliciting him. And when he refused to have sex with them, they immediately took out their guns and they all shot him. This was not front page news everywhere. This is anywhere. This is the the first time you're hearing of it, I'm sure. Why? Because it's a dog bites man story. Radical Pakistani Muslims shoot to death a a, a transgender guy. Why is that shocking in any way? Why is that shocking? It's not shocking in any way, of course. It's not shocking in the slightest. It's totally totally not shocking because this is what radical Islamic ideology does. The left refuses to acknowledge acknowledge any ideology other than its own. And therefore, it just pretends that none of this exists. Meanwhile, members of the gay community continue to, to downplay radical Islam as, as, a, as an effect here. Sally Cohn, she's tweeted out, this is, this is what she tweeted. We must stand against hate and discrimination, whether in Islam or Christianity or Judaism, whether in bullets or bathrooms. Hashtag stand together. If you're really equating me not wanting a man to go into my daughter's bathroom with me suggesting that that man can be shot to death by a radical Muslim, you're out of your damn mind. You're out of your damn mind. For you to suggest that Christianity's treatment of gays or Jewish treatment of gays is in any way similar to Muslim treatment of gays on a global scale is insane. Fully crazy. Fully crazy. But this is what the left has to suggest, because again, they have to lump all religion together. All religion is bad, but really religion is just for stupid people. Right? Religion is just for stupid people and for poor people, and that's why if we can just cure them of their stupidity and their poverty, then everything will be all better. Okay, time for a thing I like, then something that I hate. Okay, things that I like. So I'm doing a little bit more uh, more sports books this week, so sorry, ladies, if you're not into this sort of thing. David Foster Wallace is an author who committed suicide, um, but he's a really terrific writer. I'd never read any of his stuff. I was recommended this book, String Theory, David Foster Wallace on Tennis. Uh, and he has some essays in there on Roger Federer and Andre Agassi. And it's it's really a fun bathroom book to read. The writing is really great. David Foster Wallace on tennis. The book is called String Theory. Okay, thing I hate. The left simply cannot leave children alone. The left does not want to leave children alone. So according to the UK Independent Today, Finding Dory, which is the new Finding Nemo sequel. And this is upset to me because my daughter really is into Finding Nemo. She, she has a bathing suit. That looks like Nemo. She's adorable. She's the best. Finding Dory will feature Disney's first transgender character, according to Ellen. In the upcoming Finding Nemo sequel, they said there's a stingray that becomes a stingroda. So there's a trans sting in the movie. This is shortly after there was a suggestion that there was a lesbian couple in the middle of the movie. Degeneres says this is a great thing. She says, I think everything we see in the media, whether it's television or film or anything is she should represent everything that's happening in the world. So then why aren't you for presumably... Graphic descriptions of, of anal and oral sex in children's movies because there are certain things that are not appropriate for children. And the fact is that when you show supposedly lesbian couples in movies, the only reason to do that is because you're attempting to push a particular sexual agenda. Okay, the reason you show heterosexual parents in movies and heterosexual couples is because these generate children. Okay, this, this idea that you have to show a lesbian couple in a film just to show a lesbian couple to children. It's, it's a normalization of behavior that a lot of parents might find sinful uh, and, and may not want their children to engage in. But I love this. She, she, so now I guess that there's a – it's just wonderful. So now we get a trans sting. A trans sting. Ridiculous. Ridiculous all the way through. Trans sting. And now we got, we got a trans sting. Trans ray. It's a, it's a ray and, and it's a rota. Because we have to teach children that men are women and women are men and boys are girls and girls are boys. Because nothing is, is less risky than messing with the psyche of a child, particularly on sexual issues, which is where adults are confused. Makes perfect sense to me. Well, that's the left. Okay. well, we'll be back tomorrow with more Adventures in Sanity across the United States. I'm Ben Shapiro. This is The Ben Shapiro Show. We'll get to more on this in just one second. First.